The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, today is Tuesday, September 20, and we have a two man rotation here uh, to handicap all the big games for Wednesday, September the 21st across MLB. Um, today might very well be the greatest day in the history of baseball as a sport, but we'll come on to that in a moment uh, after we've introduced uh, our co-host this evening. He's giggling away over there. Uh, Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, how are you doing? Doing great, Malcolm. You turned me on to an amazing finish of a baseball game over there. Um, first off, we don't really have any men- or many games to review here as... There were no day games. Uh, so a lot of the trends that I'll have are pretty much the same trends as yesterday. But uh, well, there was a day game, technically, and it was in the WBC qualifier where Malcolm's Great Britain made a comeback. Holy moly. Uh, Malcolm, take us through it. Yeah, the uh, baseball's coming home, etc. Um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the team GB um, having had a good campaign all the way through last week and this week um, had a win in your in game against Spain this evening were four nothing down after the first inning um, were nine six down as well um, tied the game up with uh, with one out in the bottom of the ninth with a home run made it nine nine. Um, Spain couldn't push a runner over with the zombie runner in the top of the 10th. Britain looked like they'd made a right arse of it. Um, And then there was a review that took about five minutes. Runner was called safe at third in a sack fly later. And Great Britain were on the way to the World Baseball Classic. I mean... A day after the Queen's funeral, what's what's more patriotic than watching twelve Dominicans and Americans wearing Great Britain t-shirts? Bring it home for the Queen and country, Noah. I mean, come on, what's not to love about any of that? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Honestly, she might she might uh, make her way back into baseball again tonight with the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> yes, we went for the uh, we went for the triple royal. The triple royal lock yeah. tonight uh, in a game in the, for mean, the Tuesday night game that starts in about an hour. Yeah, I have to give them a special shout out because I, <clears throat> I, as the listeners know, I love listening to uh, Daniel Vreeland and Jeff Fox on the MMA Gambling Podcast, and they do a great job with the Dana White's Contender Series, and they gave us a little bit of a shout out. And Daniel apparently listens to like every podcast there is on the sports gambling podcast network yeah. he says and i personally i cannot do that i don't have the time with school and with baseball and love college sports but uh he he gave us a special shout out said that we're the best thing going on sgpn right now he he says the the 21 year old is always flabbergasted by all the terms that the uh brit uses and malcolm i have to say zombie yes. runner the, your term is like it's spot on it's it's like it, it makes sense like we call it ghost runner in america and zombie runner just makes sense it comes back alive 
to go to yeah. second base in extra innings for no apparent reason. It's the stupidest rule in baseball. But Malcolm, I, I'd never heard that term before used to, until today. Well, I thought it was quite a common term. We would use it kind of all the time. And I'll put it in the chat today. We were just talking. We were live watching that game. And when the game went to extras, I, put, I wonder if they're going to use the zombie runner. And then you and Moonaf said you'd never heard it. But I mean, he is a zombie. He's, he was dead because <laughs> he's been out. And now he's back alive. He's not a ghost sense. either because no. he's there. Like, you can't see through him. He's not an apparition. It's a real live thing, not like a zombie. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I think it's... It does make total sense, yeah. So we will uh, we'll carry on using the using the zombie runner. <laughs> I love that. I can't believe Thank you haven't heard that. No yeah. zombie runners in playoff baseball. Let's just say that. Yeah. Well, the zombie runner uh, got us over the line tonight. So, um, so I'll be I'll be on the uh, I'll be on the phone to Sean and Ryan tomorrow, making arrangements to fly me, you, and Moonaf and Dylan out to uh, Japan for the World Baseball Classic. Uh, yeah. we'll do some live. We we'll do some live coverage from Tokyo and places. Yeah. Uh, March so 2023. Cool. I've given I it think... some more thought. I, I've yeah. given it some more thought. I would love to be in Las Vegas because it's during the March Madness time. But holy moly, like a trip to Japan to cover baseball would be amazing. I think half the games are in the US, you know. It's a weird setup. Yes, it is It is a little bit of a weird setup. There's They've a, got two like groups, two haven't they? So, yes. yeah, they did there's last one... year too. Yeah. <clears throat> one there was one in San Diego and there was yeah. one in like Portugal, if I'm mistaken. Okay, yeah, exactly. Portugal sounds about right. But uh, I was looking yeah. at the brackets I mean, earlier on. It's been like six years since it happened. Yeah, so my memory's a little fritzy on that. Uh, I know, like Holland are normally a good side. They've qualified. Israel are normally decent. Uh, they've qualified from Europe as well. And there'll yeah. be one more European team plays tomorrow from the Czech Republic in Spain. Well, yeah, yeah it'll man. be fun, and I'm, I, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Sean and Ryan will get the company credit card out and send us off uh, to the to the foothills of Mount Fuji to do a couple of shows. MLB Gambling Podcast, WBC Gambling Podcast, just do a little bit of a hand. <laughs> oh, I mean, what's not to like? It'd be perfect. It's arms across the sea, Noah. That's what we're doing. We're I, spreading the word. I have to, to the, say, uh, if I would have if I would have looked at the tournament in the Europe qualifier, and I would have been very surprised. Great Britain came out three and zero. Um, I mean, just a couple of countries over there just seemed to jump off the page more than Great Britain. No offense, but yeah. like, no, yeah, absolutely right. Tremendous yeah. accomplishment by Britain. And I had a, I had a buddy who was a leadoff hitter for Germany. He was their best player, center fielder, leadoff hitter, Demetrius Moore. He hit a home run, yeah. I believe. But uh, they were they were in two in barbecue. So uh, Great Britain, hell of a run there. Um, well, even that little ten minutes that you watched at the end there. Um, Harrison Ford came up and batted for GB. He was in the Mariners' system. I think um, the pitcher at the end for Spain, the closer, um, Reiner, like- ex-Astro. Um, what was his name? Javier? No, something. It was um, something Cruz, right? That's what they said. Cruz, Cruz Reiner was his name, Reiner. Um, who pitched for the Astros in 2013. Um, <laughs> so he was a big... Paid in, I think he appeared in 72 games for Houston back in 2013. So he got more than a cup of coffee in the bigs. Um, yeah. And then Naj, um, I want to say Harris, but he's a running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What was his name? Naj. Thomas. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Naj Thomas, who was I the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, you do. Uh, 29th ranked prospect uh, for your boys. The Pirates came in yeah. and got a one, two, three in the top of the 10th. 
I've got to say, um, um, the the lower level baseball when they offer gambling odds, and 100% there's going to be some betting odds on the World Baseball Classic. They're not very sharp. They're pretty square. Like uh, yeah. doing college baseball all year, I'll have college baseball, WBC, and college basketball going on in that March. All the attention is going to be on March Madness. These are going to be pretty square lines. I'm excited. We need to do this. Well, you did so well in the uh, in the Little League World Series. That's a great example that of that kind of little <laughs> tournament. That if you've got yeah. an angle in, because Hawaii smashed the granny out of everybody else, didn't they? Um, and you were all over them at five to one. Yeah. So uh, if we we yeah, we'll get our heads together and come next March, everybody uh, save up a few quid and then we'll just fire it. We'll scattergun it at the World Baseball Classic. Uh, and we'd be rich for the start of the MLB season. Absolutely yeah. Lane, perfect. Lane Elliott in the comments, he's like, it's just like international basketball as well. And yeah, so I, I think we're going to have Malcolm just completely on Britain's side. He's going to be the homer there. Um, and then Munaf said he's going to be repping USA. We, we've got to get like Dylan on some Puerto Rico or something. And I'm going to be Dominican Republic because I got a, I got a buddy that's a bench warmer for that squad as well. So uh, just my school, uh, they go down in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and they pull out some good players and play up. Nice. There. So yeah, I got I got somebody on DR, but uh, let's let's jump into some MLB stuff now. Yeah, but... yeah, we could talk about this rubbish all night. <laughs> talk about some actual real baseball. Um, so um, it's not. We've got, I mean, it's real baseball. It is real there. baseball. I'm being slightly. Field might be a, a little bit of a minor league field, but yeah, that looked a bit grim. It was pissing down <laughs> the rain, and it was twenty past eleven somewhere in Germany. It was about. It was looked freezing cold as well. I don't think anyone was having much fun there in the bottom. They, of the... they, they were. There was like that carbon dioxide coming out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah bottom <laughs> ten. Uh, so we're going to concentrate on the big games here. So I think we've got nine games with playoff implications tomorrow uh, across MLB. They're the games we're going to be covering. Um, one or two pitches on the board. We've got one very recent pitching change, but we can uh, we can come to that in a minute. That's in our first game, actually. So. Uh, we'll cross that bridge in a moment. Uh, all the lines that we've got for you tonight are coming from WinBet. Uh, the perfect time to join. You'll get a $100 match deposit. Um, the WinBet Casino is open 24 hours a day, 100% deposit there too, up to $1,000. Uh, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Lots to choose from. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they knew that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or old and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone who knows a gambling problem, call one 800 If you're a football watcher, Fubo TV is what you need to download and watch. Um, complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone 2, um, all in 4K, no extra charges, hundreds of channels, live sports and entertainment, no contract, no commitment, cancel at any time. Try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's fubotv.com slash SGP. And finally, Odds Trader, a place where you can compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare the different sign-up codes and promos too, so you can get the best deal. Uh, and once you've done all that, you'll get things like key game stats, player stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, um, and the all-important bet tracker um, to keep you on top of all your action as well. Uh, go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader is the number one site for all of your 
game day. But it's okay. The first game tomorrow is the one that's just got a little bit awkward in terms of handicapping. Um, it's a 12.20 Eastern first pitch. It's the Washington Nationals at the Atlanta Braves. Washington are officially TBD. Um, I've got Josiah Gray going. Um, until I opened this about 10 minutes back after that GB game finished, I had um, Max Fried going for Atlanta. Uh, the starting pitcher now for Atlanta is going to be Bryce Elder. Um, a brief desktop review has revealed that um, Spencer Strider is suffering with uh, an oblique issue. Uh, so Bryce Elder is going to start this game tomorrow against Washington. Max Fried's going to be pushed back till Thursday at the start of the opening game of the Philly series. So that makes sense. This might just be a little bit of um, preventative maintenance, maybe, on Spencer Strider. So Freed can go um, in the first game against Phillies. The Snitka, Brian Snitka said he's not going to go on the IL Strider. Uh, he's still going to be playing catch and what have you. Um, as a result, I haven't got an awful lot to give you on this one. We've got no lines um, with really neither pitcher uh, fully uh, confirmed as of a few minutes ago. Uh, just I agree, though, to me, seven and nine on the season, five fourteen ERA, uh, hundred and thirty-six and two thirds with hundred and forty-nine strikeouts. Uh, Gray is really, really struggling. He looks very tired to me. I think I've mentioned that the last two or three times um, that I've handicapped him here on this sh- on the show. His last three starts, four earned, four earned, six earned. Um, he faced Atlanta once this season, and actually through. Scoreless game, uh, five innings scoreless. But that was when he was in form. Uh, he was a different pitcher back then. So the presence of Elder here um, might just make Atlanta backable. They were going to be backable with um, with Freed on the mound. They would have been minus two thirty, minus two forty. I don't know what difference the presence of Elder is going to make. Maybe it could still be slightly prohibitive, minus one seventy. Minus one eighty. I initially had the over written down just because I think Gray could have given up a lot of them on his own. And Washington had actually uh, got to Freed a couple of times, not for loads, but for enough. Um, he's got a four uh, point five ERA in the three games started. So Washington have been able to hit uh, Atlanta pitching different uh, different kettle of fish now with Elder rather than Freed. So tentatively the over and maybe have a look at um, the price that comes out uh, with Bryce Elder, Noah. Yeah. Um, first off, before I talk, there's a bad storm going on in my area. So okay. uh, hopefully I don't disconnect. I'm on wired connection, but that still doesn't affect anything if the power goes out. Um, so that aside, uh, I gave it a refresh on the MLB.com page, and we now have Bryce Elder confirmed, but we don't have Jojo Gray confirmed. You might have, I mean, handicapped this one perfectly. Uh, he is a little bit of fatigue. He's a young kid in the MLB, and sometimes he's, uh, they, they get an extra day. And I actually think that's exactly what Atlanta's doing here. You don't need Strider against the Nationals. You need Strider against the Phillies. I think Strider, yes, he might have a little bit of a pinch in the oblique. They want him pitching against Philadelphia. I think you give him one or two days extra rest, and you go him, you give him the Phillies uh, on his on his plate instead of the National. Come on now, um, Bryce Elder, <clears throat> young, promising arm from the University of Texas. Honestly, there's not much to go off of this year so far in the MLB. Uh, just over 30 innings, 367 ERA. Um, 
my my bet. I I, I don't know if I'm going to be in, on this game officially, but you got to go Braves here, right? Is that the thunder I can hear? No, hope so. Yeah, it is, it is, is it loud. really? Yeah. That's incredible. Yikes. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, not much to go on with the the games that we can uh, get our teeth into. So we will move on to a two ten Eastern first pitch between the New York Mets and the Milwaukee Brewers. Taiwan Walker goes for the New York Mets, and Adrian Hauser is on the bump for the Brew Crew. Uh, lines are. Let me jump. Well, my computer is as slow as a week in prison today. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> New York Mets, not that from experience, you understand. Um, the Mets are minus 126. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that not a common phrase either? I don't no. know what you... I don't know how you people live your lives, honestly. Like <laughs> uh, the New York Mets are minus 126. The Brewers are plus 106. Toll is set at eight and a half. Uh, take it away with the Mets at the Brewers, Noah. Uh, so the Mets, they're 6-13 and 13 in their last 19 games, although on uh, on Monday they clinched the division. So you're expecting, like we talked about this on uh, Astros handicap as well, uh, expect maybe a little bit of a letdown on Tuesday, but on Wednesday – they should be fine. Um, in their last uh, 11 games against the Brewers, they are 1-10. in 10, And uh, the Brewers, they're on a win streak right now. Uh, the Mets, they've hit the over in 12 of their 18. The Brewers, they've hit the over in five of their last seven. Uh, currently not a win streak anymore. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Taiwan Walker, 12-4 and four on the year, 342 ERA, 111 strikeouts, 40 walks, and 142 innings pitched. He's a 3-2-3 ERA in his last seven starts. Then for Milwaukee, Adrian Hauser is starting. 6-9 ERA, or 6-9 record, 45 ERA, 66 strikeouts, 43 walks, and 94.2 innings pitched. He has a 3.83 ERA in his last four starts. Hauser doesn't go very deep into these games, and Tuesday we predicted that it would be most likely a bullpen game with Aaron Ashby starting. So yeah. that's going to be enough for me to give the edge to the Mets. That's going to be a lot of wear and tear on these arms in the pen for Milwaukee. Uh, going back to him in two straight days, the Mets are going to have better looks against them. So I like I like New York on the money line here. Um, I've basically got the same handicap, but a different outcome. I've used all everything that you've mentioned there uh, to lead me towards the over. Um, I just got question marks next to both pitches. Really, um, the there's three games here that I, again I say this every day. I handicap these games about six hours ago, middle of the afternoon for me. Um, and it was one to four of the lines of these nine games that have sort of moved. So uh, le- leading me to think that I'm, I'm kind of in the right area. So I handicapped this at um, eight earlier on. I took that over eight, um, which has now moved to eight and a half. So again, that it, that tempers my um, confidence just a little bit. But yeah, uh, both questionable. I think both offences uh, could put up a few runs as well. Uh, the Mets might... I think the Mets will get beat tonight in the Tuesday game, so they'll want it a little bit more tomorrow too. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah, mean, we, we with these yeah, with on. these shorter slates that we're doing now, we're committing more to the playoff chasing games. Seventy six percent of the handle on that uh, over, so you are definitely in the 
the right area here. Hence, yeah, I think hence the line movement. Like I say, the, um, this tends to happen a lot. I think it, it's the one thing that gives me. I know my picks are generally <laughs> terrible, but the one thing that gives me a little bit of solace is I'm I'm generally doing the. I feel like I'm doing the right thing when all these lines kind of move in the direction, um, yeah. the if if what I have uh, what I have picked. Uh, next up, let's have a look at the Houston Astros at the Tampa Bay Rays, which is a 6.40 Eastern first pitch. Lance McCullers Jr. gets the ball for Houston, and Corey Kluber is the starter for Tampa Bay. Lines are... Oh, come on. <laughs> there we go. That's really struggling. Houston, minus 126. Tampa Bay, plus 108. Total is set at 7. Um, back to you for this one, Noah. All righty. Uh, Houston, they're 8-1 and one in the last nine games, 8-3 and three in their last 11 against the Tampa Bay Rays. And both of these teams are, like, one of our favorite under teams. Um, Houston, they're starting Lance McCullers Jr., 3-1 and one with a 234 ERA, 37 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 34.2 innings pitched. Uh, he has a 429 in two of his in his only two road starts. He's made six starts off the IL. Uh, those two road starts against the Angels and the Braves. Tampa Bay, they're going with Corey Kluber here, 10 and 9, 444 ERA, 128 strikeouts, 18 walks, and 148 innings pitched. I think the Klubot, he's malfunctioning here in September. Meanwhile, McCullers, he's fresh. He looks tremendous so far. This is a simple handicap that we talked about in the last appearance for Kluber as well. He's just slowing down a little bit. Uh, another one of these guys that we just notice fatigue in the arm, losing uh, MPH on the uh, fastball and velocity. So simple handicap. This is Houston on the money line. Yeah, it's one of those better team, better pitcher things, isn't it, that we often yeah. see. Um, this is the second one for me where the line moved. Uh, the line, the over was at six and a half. The total was at six and a half when I looked at this this afternoon. It's gone to seven uh, because my play again was the over. Um, I was, I've got overs all over the place. I'll say. I've got a couple of run lines and I've got about five overs. Uh, not a single under on my card. So uh, a fun night tomorrow night coming up. Lots of runs. I just thought again... percent of the handle. Yeah, Kluber, very, very vulnerable. Um, Houston, I've been scoring a lot of runs. I handicapped Houston last night. If I just turn back my page, um, what, minimum five runs in eight of their last nine. Um, that was before last night. Did they play last night? Can't remember. Um, Who? Uh, Astros and Houston, Yeah, I think they did. Uh, yeah, uh, Houston uh, clinched. So... Tuesday is the day that we're talking about. Could be the letdown spot. This is where yeah. Houston comes back. I know, yeah, I picked Houston last night. I, I never even entertained that letdown spot for them. Um, but yeah, they've been scoring a lot more, lot more runs than they had been previously. So yeah, the six and a half looked too short. <laughs> Excuse me. Again, it's moved to seven, uh, but that won't put me off. So I'm going to take another over um, here in this one. Uh, no House Advantage is a new sponsor we've got here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick'em contests versus other people and have a shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. You can download the app, choose your contest, select your players, and then earn points for correct picks to climb the leaderboard and win the big money. Test your skills versus the house and win 20 times your entry fee. You can play NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Check out No House Advantage today. Experience daily fantasy sports redefined. 
Sign up with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Uh, Promoguide.us um, is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Um, daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports groups and a VIP Discord group as well, which will give you those even even deeper plus EV analytics. Uh, Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us, check out the 100% tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Make sure you check out promoguy.us. And finally, Sleeper, the fastest scoring fantasy platform, millions of players, uh, guaranteed that you use it for your um, fantasy football team. The over-under game, uh, that we've talked about a lot so far this season. Uh, your first game that's integrated into your fantasy experience. You can just click on the player that you've got in your team um, and that'll take you to a page where you can um, back the over or under on their uh, passing yards line or receptions, something like that, uh, and win two to 20 times the money that you're willing to stake on it. Um, get your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Sleeper.com slash SGP for a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Yeah, Next I mean, up is... In the playoffs, yes, Sleeper's going to be... In the in playoffs, Sleeper's going to be fun. Um, I live in Michigan, so that's yeah. one issue. Um, and the other issue is, like, we record the day before. So we're not able to give out Sleeper plays. Um, but... Because, I mean, it would be dumb giving them out just two hours prior and you have to watch it live to hear our sleeper play. And then we post it for the next day and they're hearing yesterday's sleeper plays. Anyways, um, I'm assuming sleeper is going to have props and odds prior to these playoff games coming up because you typically get like days in between off. So got to love it. That's going to be fun in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Something else to get our teeth into. And uh, why not? DGENs uh, all the way there. Um the game of the day is a 6.45 Eastern first pitch, or certainly the pitching matchup of the day. Kevin Gorsman for the Toronto Blue Jays will take on Zach Wheeler. If the Philadelphia Phillies lines are close, Toronto minus 105, Philly minus 115. Total is set at eight. And uh, this is me, isn't it? So Kevin Gorsman, 12 and 10, 3.45 ERA, 159 and one third pitched with 186 strikeouts. Zach Wheeler, 11 and 7 on the year, 307 ERA, 138 innings, 148 strikeouts. Uh, Gosman's on the ropes a little bit. Um, 540 ERA in his last five starts. He's given up five earned runs in his last two outings against Tampa Bay and at Texas. And then I think it was five starts ago he gave up four at Boston as well. In all of his last five starts, the game total has gone eight or more. Um, he has 24 innings against Tampa Bay this year with a three ERA, uh, a level three ERA. But again, that's when he was in form and he's just out of form at the moment. Uh, Zach Wheeler, 4 or 2 um, in his last five. Four and six earned runs um, in his last two. So he's given up 10 earned runs in his last two starts as well. Same as Gorsman. Both of his came against the New York Mets. Uh, he's been much better at home this season, 195 home ERA. Um, but he has one game started against the Blue Jays this season, gave up six earned runs on four innings pitched. Everything you handicapped here 
was just ticking boxes for the over again, Nora. I said I've got overs all over my card tonight. Uh, and this was another one. Two kind of out-of-form pitchers and two relatively in-form offences as well. Um, it just has to be an over, I think. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm sort of with you here. I, I think that this is uh, – my first angle was going to be like, you know what, we talked about it earlier in the podcast. The Phillies have the Braves next up. I mean, that's a complete, total look-ahead spot, uh, just 101. But then you take a look at Toronto's schedule – and they're going to leave to go on and play Tampa Bay in a critical series for the AL wildcard standings. So Toronto is hot in general, 13-5 and five in their last 18 games. Philly defends their home park very well, 11-2 and two in their last 13 at home. Malcolm, uh, this is you're kind of getting reaffirmed by some of the stats here. 89% of the public is on the under here with both of these big names. I love the over with you as well. They're both not in great form. Let's go. Yeah, but does this make me a sharp or a square nowhere? I'm not sure oh, if this sharp. is sharp. That's yeah, sharp. But you want to be against that... the public with the money. Like you want to oh, be okay. on the side of the money and against the public. Come right, on. So why do I why that's, do I never win then, Noah? <laughs> what are What's you talking that? about? Come that's on. the next question. Hey, uh, you were <laughs> completely against the public when you took the Orioles in that thing cash in August, okay? Just Fair uh, let me let me let me pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> we just, we all just keep Malcolm going again. We we'll just keep harking back, harking back to my one winning bet. Uh, no, as an example, we need to start getting our yeah. We do actually. We would, uh, when the, there'll be a there'll be a, a quiet slate soon, and uh, I'll yeah. go back to. I've got them all written down in one of the thousand files that I've filled up so far this season yeah. uh, with all of our waffle. Um, 705 Eastern is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the New York Yankees where Ruanzi Contreras uh, will get the ball for Pittsburgh and the lefty Luis Severino is back for the New York Yankees did you say Lion. Uh yeah <laughs> it's a right oh no do you know what it is it's because it's got the <laughs> it's got the L next to him because his name's Louis. Oh. they've obviously <laughs> distinguished <laughs> Luis like Severino from like Pedro Severino or someone. Like, so it's got what? Severino, comma, L. And yeah, okay. All right, smart ass. That's a good good save. Um, I say that's not smart ass. Yeah, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. getting his handedness right is fairly crucial, actually. To the, yeah. Because I'm playing struggle. It's like, a good job I didn't do a load of shit on the Pittsburgh's WRC it. plus on left-handed pitching like Moonaf would have done. Um, <laughs> the... Pittsburgh Pirates are plus 240. The New York Yankees are minus 300. Their total is set at eight. Now then, interested in this, um, Contreras, five and four on the year, 324 ERA, 83 and a third with 74 strikeouts. Severino, five and three, 345 ERA, 86 innings pitched and 95 strikeouts. Um, Romanzi Contreras has been flames recently. Uh, you might be able to tell us a little bit more about this. Um, two and one in his last five with a 165 ERA. Um, generally speaking, uh, 326 road ERA so far this season. He's only given up five earned runs in his last five starts. Um, if you look at his game log, you just see way more good starts than bad ones uh, for Contreras. It's just good start after good start. Like you see, quality, quality after quality. Uh, Severino, um, 
is back. This is first start since the 13th of July. Um, before that, he was struggling. He had a 504 in the five games before he went onto the aisle. Um, he did start against Pittsburgh in a 16 nothing win on the 6th of July. I think that was his second to last start before he disappeared again. So, interesting to see what Severino's got here. I just think we know what baseball's like. You get a dog every now and again. Um, if Pittsburgh are going to win a game, it's going to be behind Contreras. And Severino has to be vulnerable in his first game back. Don't know how long he's going to go, but Pittsburgh are very live here for me at plus 240. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I've been banging this drum for Ronzi Contreras, and he's finally coming around in the second half of the season here. Good start after good start, like you're mentioning. He's just nasty. He's got a couple of spinners and a slider and a curveball that, I mean, he just loves to throw. That slider, actually, it it's really good because he loves throwing it on the front door of some right-handed hitters. It's it's so, You get some clips of Contreras. It's just like <laughs> normal pitchers can't they, – they don't have the ability to do that. Now, okay, I want to go back to this and just explain. I'm going to be dropping some percentages here for the rest of the year, I guess, because – we're going, we're going into the tight numbers games with all these playoff games. Um, the Yankees don't, doesn't really like qualify, I guess, because you when you get these huge money line numbers, they're obviously going to be highly bet upon on the run line, and there's going to be less people on the Pirates. But you go into the, I mean, the money line for the Pirates, you're seeing it in high plus two hundreds. Only six percent of the people are on this, uh, Malcolm. Uh, what is another one of our MLB betting commandments? I mean, Luis Severino is coming off the IL. This is his first game. Um, yep. What are we doing, guys? Come on. It's Pirates money line. I mean, it's not like a comfortable, confident play, but if you're going to be betting this game, it's the Pirates money line. And Pirates first five is a perfectly acceptable yeah. play as well. Um, just get the one one to nothing up after the first five. Uh, yeah. New York might come back in and pick it up late door. So, yeah, play that either way. But, yeah, certainly get a little bit of the Pirates in your betting portfolio uh, tomorrow. Next up is 8-10. We will go to um, the two. We've got two um, AL Central clashes here. First up is the Minnesota Twins at the Kansas City Royals. Bailey Ober for Minnesota and Daniel Lynch, who is a left-handed pitcher, uh, will go for the Kansas City Royals. Lines are... Oh, my computer refuses to comply. It's painfully slow. You want me to? Uh, no, I've got it. It's moved eventually. Uh, the Twins, minus 145. KC, plus 125. Total set at 8.5. No, I know what you're going to pick here, but you go through the formalities. Yeah, I do, yeah. So, this... I got confused. We're covering the Twins-Kansas City Royals game, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if you know what I'm gonna pick if you're okay. if you're saying that. All right, um, the Twins—they're one and four in their last five games. They've won seven. Uh, they've won seven in a row against the Royals. Um, we were all on the Royals here for Tuesday night, um, but I mean, they are three. The Twins are three and fourteen straight up in their last seventeen road games. So uh, against Cleveland, Bailey Ober came off the IL and he looked very good. He defied one of our commandments in betting against IL pitchers. He only gave up one hit in five innings with five punchies. He's making his second start off the IL. He looked promising. 
Uh, and he's going up against Kansas City's Daniel Lynch. He's 4-11, 515 ERA, 113 Ks, 48 walks, 117 innings pitched. He has a 747 ERA in his last six starts. This is a lefty. The Twins hit better against lefties. We all rode the Royals' money line yesterday. This is where we pivot to the Twinkies on the money line, Malcolm. Okay, I was 100% wrong then. Um, (laughs) I just thought, I mean, we handicapped... We've talked about this in, in the middle of a series when when we've handicapped games. Uh, we gave all the reasons last night why we were out, really, on the Minnesota Twins. And yeah. that all still stands for me. Um, okay. I'm not thrilled about taking Lynch. Um, this was another one where the money's moved. I had KC at plus 140 about six hours ago. Now at plus 125. So, again, uh, kind of gone in the direction of the of the outcome that I've picked. Um, I just don't want any part of Minnesota here. Um, if KC don't do the business for us tonight around about even money, then this is a series where you, if you, I think you just play them, you're going to end up coming out on the right side. So um, I was happy with the 140. I'll still just take the 125 though. Um, and I think KC will turn Minnesota over. No. I expect better things from, from Bailey over though. You're right. I think you yeah. could have a decent uh, last couple of weeks. I I, th- I often think about what you said to me like a week or two ago that just Dylan is sharper and I guess I know more public and baseball and names and stuff. You look at this thing and you're right. Um, 85% of the money is on the Royals. 85% of the public's on the Twins. So this is this is dangerous spot, <laughs> dangerous spot for the for the Twins. But I, I'm I'm still on Ober's side. Lynch has to show me that he's good. Okay, we'll stay in the AL Central for a 8-10 first pitch also between the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox uh, in this uh, big series for all the marbles. Tristan McKenzie goes for Cleveland and Lance Lynn for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the White Sox are favourites at minus 130. Cleveland plus 110. Totally is set at 7. Uh, back across the Unoa. This to is, hit us up with this one. So, so when you said you know what I'm going to do, this is the game that I thought you were going to be talking about. Uh, okay. Um, I have a Guardians slash Indians jersey behind me. It, have you seen the movie Major League? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ricky Vaughn, 99, wild thing. I was yes. him for Halloween like two years ago. If if the White Sox don't sweep the Guardians, I'll I'll come on and I'll wear that jersey and I've got a I've got an old Wahoo uh, logo, um, Chief Wahoo uh, hat logo for the old Cleveland baseball team. I'll wear yeah. that on a podcast if the White Sox don't sweep them here because I'm super high on the White Sox and being able to come out of this series as part of the reason because just the way they're pitching lined up for it you have cease lynn and um who is next for them in game three of the final the final game of the series uh it, it was just uh, Beck, maybe um quato and he's been one of the oh, okay. pitchers as well he's going up against bieber though so it's, it's going to be a great matchup in game three and i think that's the one it comes down to so i've already hinted my play it's going to be the white Sox money line let's handicap this thing though guardians they're 10 and 2 in their last 12 games they're 1 and 4 in their last 5 against the white Sox, who are 8 and 3 in their last 11 tristan mckenzie gets the ball for the guardians here 10 and 11 on the year 308 era 167 strikeouts 43 walks and 172.1 innings pitched he has a 292 era in his last 11 starts since the all-star game uh lance lynn 
for the White Sox is going to be on the bump. Seven and five, 399 ERA, 113 strikeouts, 16 walks, and 103.2 innings pitched. He has a 146 ERA in his last seven starts. Malcolm, I'm leaning Tonka Truck in the White Sox here because they need this game. I got a DM uh, actually yesterday uh, saying that my statement yesterday wasn't factually true, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I know my stuff. MLB outlawed the game 163 because they expanded the playoffs. So they said they didn't have the time in the calendar to have a game 163. So now there's divisional tiebreakers. And the number one tiebreaker is a head-to-head record. And like we mentioned, the White Sox need a sweep in this series to have that head-to-head record edge against the Guardians. This is the final season series between the two teams. Um, Did did somebody tell you you were wrong on that then? Yeah, they came into my DMs, and I, I explained it to them nicely. So I, I just wanted to make sure everybody that listened to the pod knew. Um, but I'm on the White Sox money line, uh, but I love the under. With Lance Lynn and great form, I'll say it again, one set, 146 ERA in his last seven starts, and McKenzie since the All-Star game, 292 ERA, take the under. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got no unders on my card. Seven was maybe just a hair. <laughs> Low for me. Uh, I'm on the other side. I really like McKenzie. And actually, I really like what the Guardians have put together um, recently as well. They're playing really well. Nothing that they've done has been a fluke, actually. Um, I think they deserve a lot more credit than they've got. Teams like Baltimore um, have come on people's radar as a, as a team who weren't forecast to do much, have done really well. But at the start of the season, Cleveland were forecast to literally fall apart before yeah. our very eyes as well. Uh, there was talk gone. about, yeah, uh, there was talk about Ramirez getting traded, and all of a sudden, um, they're, they're playing excellent, excellent ball. Um, I love Tristan McKenzie. Still not sure about Lance Lynn, although the the evidence has been has been there, so no issue. But yeah, I'm perfectly prepared to risk the Cleveland Guardians here at plus one ten, Noah. So you I wanna, will. <laughs> you want to hear money Excuse line me. percentages on this one, too, Malcolm? Of course. Uh, 95% of the uh, public is on the White Sox. And, oh, and um, uh, where am I at again? Nine, 90, 95% of the public's on the White Sox and 75% of the money's on the Guardians. So you're also in the right spot here looking at uh, just the books trying to outsmart the public, but I, I'm, I'm back in the White Sox. <laughs> okay, the penultimate game here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Get your pens out. Pens out is the <laughs> um, Seattle Mariners against the Oakland Athletics, which is a 9.40 Eastern first pitch. Robbie Ray, left-handed pitcher for Seattle, and James Caprillion will go for Oakland. Uh, Seattle are prohibitive, minus 210. Oakland plus 180 total here is set at seven. Uh, Robbie Ray, 12 and 10. On the season, 372 ERA, pitched 171 and two thirds with 194 Ks. in three and nine on the year, 470 ERA, 115 innings, 80 strikeouts. Um, Robbie Ray's had back-to-back stinkers against yeah. Atlanta at all. Let down and... everybody with the K props. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, I think he did me a favour last week uh, <laughs> against Captain Insano, who's uh, noticeable by that. We'll have to send a search party out for Captain Insano, by the way. Yeah. This is the first time ever, I think. He's not been in the chat. So, real. No. Yeah, we'll, uh, we hope he's got a note a note from Mrs. Insano, um, or there'll be trouble. 
SGP um, not streaming right now, are they? No, maybe, yeah. I did tell uh, Sean and Ryan off in Vegas last week for um, hijacking our stream halfway yeah. through when all of our listeners just disappeared. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Ryan was not remotely interested in my complaints, let me uh, see. Um, so, yeah, 15... Sorry, 508 ERA on the road. I think that's the big stat here. Um, that's the big stat when handicapping this game is that Robbie Ray, as good as he's been, or can be, uh, ERA of over five on the road on this season. He's pitched 18 and two-thirds against Oakland this season with a 241 ERA. Um, Caprillion is struggling as well, although his recent figures are kind of skewed by one horror start against the New York Yankees where he gave up eight runs. His other four starts have been consistent. He gives up two runs every start, apart from that outlier. Um, has pitched 21 in the third against Seattle this season. 18 in runs uh, in that span, giving him an ERA of 4.22. This was another one for the over for me. Uh, that Robbie Ray ERA said Caprillion's going to give you at least two. Um, and then the Oakland bullpen, etc., can get us easily over this seven. This is going to... It's just going to be nine or ten runs in this game, I think. Seattle might win seven to three, is my call. Anyway, it's going over seven, do I'm there with you as well. Uh, the over here just screams at you. And Ray, I was I was the biggest, I was the conductor of the fade Robbie Ray train in the beginning of the season, and he shut me up in July. I mean, this is the Robbie Ray that I expected to see the full season in his last two starts. Um yeah, it's an over. The Seattle Mariners offense looks alive right now, alive and well, and you know they're going to get a couple on this Oakland Athletics bullpen that is bottom three in the league. So, yeah, give me the overall day. Do you want to – I mean, I can go look at percentages if you want me to here as well. You seem um, to be having a lovely time doing it. No, I don't want to stop you. 38% of the, uh, of the public is on the – over so we've got 62 on the on the under there so we're on the right side again okay uh last game is the st louis cardinals at the san diego padres which will get underway at 9 40 p.m eastern time uh, miles michaelas for the st louis cardinals and left-handed pitcher blake snell for the san diego padres st louis are plus 105 san diego minus 125 total he has set at seven and a half Noah, give us a winner in this last game. Yeah, this is one that was basically the exact same for the trends. I mentioned it at the top of the podcast. St. Louis 12 and 6 in their last 18, 10 and 4 in their last 14 on the road, and they have a six game win streak against these Padres, who are 4 and 2 in their last six. All right, that's out of the way. Let's go with the pitchers. Miles Michaelis for the Cardinals. 11 and 12 with a 3.46 ERA, 138 strikeouts, 36 walks, and 187.1 innings pitched. He has a 4.84 ERA in his last five starts, and he's a full run worse on the road with a 4.69 ERA. Then you go to San Diego, you look here, and it's Blake Snell. All right, so he's been impossible to handicap. We yeah. we thought he was going to be all right at the beginning of the season. He was terrible. Then when we thought he was going to be terrible for uh, a couple of games in a row, he turned good. And then now he's been bad again. So 7-9, 3-93 ERA, 146 strikeouts, 45 walks, and 110 innings pitched. The Cardinals, they're the best left-handed hitting, left-handed pitching hitting team in the MLB. I think this is a spot where both starters could get in trouble early. 
so for the second straight game in a row, I think this seven and a half is too low. I love this over. Get in on it now. If you're listening live, that is perfect because I feel like if we're right on Tuesday, because me and you both had the lock on the over in this game, this game's going to at least go to eight after they put up like 13 in that game, hopefully, right? So this one should go up by tomorrow morning. I love this over. I would also lean Padres to win because if there's one starting pitcher that I guess could have a better day, Miles Michaelis is just in a bad environment that he's proven to not do well in. I'll lean Snellzilla and the Friars. Um, I was I was half I was agreeing with you halfway through there. I think the over is a great bet. This is basically the exact handicap I had for the Tuesday night game, the Wayne Wright v Clevenger yeah. game, uh, where I've got um St Louis and the over. Um, just handicapped it in exactly the same way. Really, the, the the comparisons between the two pitches. Although Snell has been better than Clevenger. I'll give you that. I just much prefer the cards at the moment. I have much more trust in the Cardinals than in San Diego. Um, so the over absolutely would be my main bet. I think that seven and a half yeah. is way too low. We've locked that up tonight. Hopefully that'll come through for us. So the over, but again, the over, um, and again, my, my lead would be the cards, which which opposes you. Uh, but yeah, let's stick with the, we'll stick with the main play uh, and we will double team the, uh, the over um, in that one. So... There we go. Uh, nine playoff was, implicated was there games. That stuck out to you on the games that we didn't cover. Let's let's, and, let's, let's talk about this like at the end of the podcast. Uh, like make it a thing. Yeah, I fully agree. Because actually, um, last night we finished the pod, and um, I had a nice. I had a lean for the Angels on the in the Tuesday night slate, which I never um, actually gave out. I mentioned it to Moon off earlier on. Uh, the Angels travel to. Uh, Texas Rangers tonight. I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this because by the time people listen to it, it's going to be way too late. But I liked uh, Patrick Sandoval against um, Cole Reagans in that one. So, yeah, just having a look down the slate. I mean, if you get anything that caught your eye, then have you brought it up uh, for a reason to give us something? Yeah, there was something. It's not out yet. The line is not out. But Stroman on the road has a 187 ERA, and I love Jesus Lazardo. I mean, the Cubs and the Marlins lineups both struggle. I'm going to be on the under if it's six and a half or higher. I like the under there. Okay. Um, That's the one that jumped off the page for me. I'm just having a little look around, really. Yeah, there's nothing that blows my skirt up particularly. Um, the Rockies at home might be a decent price because the it's Giants the are trotting out. Yeah, and they're trotting out Logan Webb, I think. So that'll keep the prices relatively, pitch, pitch relatively honest. Um, Mad Bum on the road at the Dodgers. Um, it's too hard to handicap. The, we've got a TBD pitcher in Boston. So, yeah, uh, nothing apart from the... Uh, I suppose yeah. the other one is the, the, the Tigers at the Orioles. Uh, but that's just a really trappy game to handicap. Matt Manning <laughs> against is. Jordan Lyles. It's just, it's, a, it's just full of booby traps, that one. Yeah, yesterday's baseball slate was very fun to watch. You had two Monday Night Football blowouts and they yeah. distracted from an almost no hitter by Tyler Alexander going six innings and yep. Max Scherzer was perfect through six innings and then they pulled him because it was his first start off the IL but back to Logan Webb he I don't know his numbers it was just a quick search sinker is his number one pitch sliders is number two pitch he throws both of them at 32 percent of the time also change up 
31% of the time. So all three of those pitches are just no, no, no in Coors Field. So this one seems like a yes, yes, yes for this Rockies offense. Um, so if we let's see if we've got a little price on the Rockies there, we can give out a give out yeah. a bonus pick. Logan Colorado Logan. Rockies a plus one sixteen, Noah. There you go. Home puppy. I, it's a home puppy. There you go, bonus player then. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna not, look up Logan Webb before or prior not prior. Logan Webb versus the Rockies. Gonna do a quick moon off here. Um Shout out to Munaf. That's our second shout out to him. Uh, 432 ERA in his career against the Rockies. And at the Rockies, two runs, four runs, six runs, three, three runs. So he is prone to giving up runs to these Rock- these Rockies on the road. Um, they are his worst starts against the Rockies at home. Zero, two, three, two. So, yes, he's going to be a little bit rougher than normal in Coors Field. Perfect. So there, yeah, I like that play. Um, yeah, we will keep an eye on anything um, that's happening outside of these playoff races uh, down the stretch as we give out our picks as well. So don't worry about that. Uh, those games won't be completely um, off of our menu. Um, Locks and dogs to come uh, in a moment. I'll tell you quickly about the Elias game plan app. Um, the you'll know the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of US sports leagues. Uh, so whether you play fantasy or you like a bet, which I assume you do listen to this, or you're just like talking highlights with with your friends at work. The Elias Game Plan app is going to up your game. Um, you'll get league-validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head team comparisons, uh, key insights from the Elias statisticians as well. Um, loads of new features being added to the app all the time. The chat box, which means you can talk directly with their researchers. Uh, so, yeah, all of this is going to help you elevate your NFL season today. Download the Elias Game Plan app, and that's E-L-I-A-S. Uh, and right now, we have a special offer where if you subscribe, um, get 15% off your annual subscription by using our promo code SGPN15. Find the Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store or Play Store and use our promo code SGPN15. And finally, run your pool VIP the brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books. You can get entry into exclusive uh, pools with payouts up to $100,000 um, and exclusive data as well to help you with your weekly game picks, in-depth guides, how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. Use the code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP to get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool. That's SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. Noah, locks and dogs, take us away. All right. Um, I can't go with the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, because we haven't seen the Tuesday (laughs) outcome. But we're going right back to it. The Cardinals and the Padres over seven and a half. This is just it, – it's it looks easy on paper. Come on. It's uh, Michaelis, 481 ERA on, his, on the road in his last uh, – 469 road ERA and 481 ERA in his last five starts. Blake Snell, I mean, he is just uh, th- throw it out there. Because he's bound to give up a couple of runs, it seems like uh, he had a he had a six start stretch where he's good, but he's back to the bad Blake Snell. Uh, both of these guys are going to get in trouble early. Seven and a half just looks too low. The Cardinals have the best left handed pitching hitting lineup in the MLB. Come on, I, I I really think that if Tuesday's game goes over, 
this line is going to go to at least eight, maybe eight and a half, because they see the run scored in that first one. The dog for me on the podcast, it's the most juicy one on the slate tomorrow. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates plus 250 <laughs> against the Yankees. We have to fade Luis Severino in his first start off the IL. Ronzi Contreras has looked amazing in the second half of the season. Give me Ronzi. I've been banging his drum all year. I've been banging that drum. It's going to come to fruition. The Pirates have been feisty against really good teams in the MLB. This is another spot. They're four and two, not counting Tuesday night's game against the Yankees in the last six games. Give me the Pirates. Uh, love your enthusiasm for those picks. Uh, my luck is going to be over. I, I had loads of them on my card tonight. Um, and it's going to be in the Seattle at Oakland game. Um, it's two pitches that were given up loads of runs. Robbie Ray, there's something to miss for Robbie Ray. And he has stunk the place out on the road as well. Uh, James Caprillion gives up runs. Um, at least a minimum of two which might be enough just to get us towards that six or seven runs uh, that the Oakland bullpen uh, can blow up and take us over. So, yeah, I think Seattle will win the game. I think they'll win the game something like six to three or seven to three. Anyway, we're going way over the seven. And for my dog, I'm going to go the same game, Noah, but I'm going to take the first five. going to be a little bit more shrewd, maybe, um, and think that Pittsburgh can get ahead. We'll take a, my mate O'Neill Cruz. Uh, a little home run there. He can put us one to nothing up um, off Severino. And maybe I wouldn't trust the Pirates' bullpen to hold on to that. Uh, New York might get back into it late. So give me the first five here. I fully agree with you that Contreras can go very, very well. And we just don't know what we're going to get out with Severino. So a plus price of roundabout plus 240. Um, I think the value is in Pittsburgh, but I'm going to shorten it down to the first half. There we go. Sounds like some winners. Certainly does sound like some winners. Um, and that is us. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, everyone who joined us live, got involved in the chat. Uh, we go live on YouTube and Twitter every night. Uh, if you're not um, if you're not aware, just get your notifications turned up. You'll be able to find us somewhere. Um, Noah, I have got... I know everyone's dying to know how the uh, Fantasy DJ's final is shaping up. And I've had rumour, word has reached me, Noah, that Nick Dant... And the word he used is comfortable. Nick Dant is comfortable, he reckons, against me <laughs> after Monday night. Well, I had six starting pitches going to tonight. <laughs> Sorry? News to Nick, you have six starters. Yeah. I, I mean, I've actually, I have left Mike Clevenger out uh, for this start against the Cards, where we're so confident everything's going over. So I'm actually only starting five of them. Clevenger's going to ride the pine tonight. Um so hopefully when I wake up in the morning, I'll have some wins under my belt. I should have a lot of strikeouts under my belt and I'll have an ERA under nine, which is what it's currently sitting after yeah. Jose Suarez. Is, um, I mean, we've both got ERAs of nine at the moment. So hopefully that'll be down <laughs> somewhere near um, near near a three, nearer the three than, than nine anyway. Um, so yeah, comfortable, Nick Dunn. We'll see how you feel tomorrow, Sunshine. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm playing both sides because, of course, I'm I'm like social media guy for TCE. So I'm listening to the podcast, and when Nick says he feels comfortable, I was like, "Oh, he he doesn't know what's coming." Malcolm's got six guys that make two starts this week. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, what he's going to be, Noah, is uncomfortable. That's what yeah. that's that's how Nick's going to feel in the next strikeouts couple of years. and wins. It seems like you got both pretty much unlocked. So yeah, those um, 
those games kick off in six minutes from where I am right now. Ooh, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to fire up a few screens and uh, watch an hour before I go to bed. Uh, so thanks. No heck of a baseball day with the great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man. Um, thanks. Noah. that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, good luck with any picks that you make and any bets uh, that you tail. And um, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, in some form or another. Uh, Noah's got his SGPN MLB Gambling Podcast T-shirt on as well. Uh, Yes, the best dressed man uh, in DGEN country. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening. Good luck with your bets. Uh, Until tomorrow, we will see you down the road. Cheers.